Hey guys, MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. I know this from taking a class with MSU Denver Online last summer. The teachers are awesome. They know how to teach online. They know how to keep you engaged when you're not in that traditional classroom setting. And that's the only option a lot of us have right now. So check out MSU Denver Online's entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online. No matter what type of student you are, first time freshman, somebody who's just trying to finish your degree, maybe you're going back to school to get another degree. They've got the classes, the teachers, the curriculums to set you up right. So check them out today. Check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Friday Night Losers Lounge. Kind of, it does, you know, it's funny. The Nuggets go four and one on the road trip, five and one over their last six, and it really is just like such a frustrating. It was a frustrating game to watch. Yeah, it was. But also, I think in a lot of ways, kind of explainable. But um, you know, we are presented, of course, today as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. D-Line, you're in the house. Here I am. I'm here, guys. Uh, it's a bad night in uh, Colorado sports if you are a Oof. multiple sport uh, aficionado like myself. It's just bad vibes. This is a bad vibe. It is a day. bad vibe, man. But you know what's good We might vibes? keep it short tonight. I don't know. I, I, you know what, though? I like hanging out with our people. This is a, this is a therapy session. We're going to work it out together. We're not going to mention the what happened at uh, 20th and Blake. But What uh, happened? Uh, I just said, <laughs> but we are going to talk I about the Denver Nuggets. Into it. <laughs> Would you say that tonight is a night we suffer together? Tonight is a night uh, there's suffering that's happening. I'm not. I, I don't know who together, at all. Together. I don't know who it extends to, but there's no. definitely suffering. No. Uh, over here, we got the man with the wind in his hair. I'm finally on for the start of a of a post game show. And, <laughs> See? And, oh wow! And, and it's I feel on good. tonight of all nights. That yeah. to, that to me is good vibes. I'm happy. Welcome to the Losers Lounge, and then of course Duvalier, superstar dev. We had like a, a good start of the week with the yeah mic. Everything was super high. <laughs> and vibes were great. We have to just like end it with this this type of. We gotta take it. Yeah, in. you gotta take it out. I knew things were gonna go life. bad when everyone got upset about the Rocky news all at the exact <laughs> same time. Yo, just just yeah. not a good night. Yeah, no. Yeah, this was a rough one. So the Nuggets drop one nineteen one oh nine. They dropped to San Antonio. They never win in San Antonio. That's the bummer, man. Is only in the playoffs. Well, in the playoffs Apparently. they win in San Antonio. Thank God. <laughs> But uh, it is just a house of horrors for the Denver Nuggets and has been for, I believe, my entire existence. Yeah. yeah. You guys ever seen a game in San Antonio? Mm-hmm. The arena there Remember is... Remember when we went to San Antonio? Oh, yeah. you were there. Yeah, we were both there for that. Um, for those who haven't been there, the arena, like, inside of it is like a maze. There's tunnels and inner tunnels and hallways and inner hallways. And then um, just the feel of it... It's such like an old school vibe. It is very old building. It's man. such an old school vibe. It's a very old building. It's Greg Popovich's mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look like Greg Popovich's it's, brain. It's a tough place to play. It's uh, a tough place to play. Um, I, I I like that you say it's a tough place to play, but your evidence for that was that it's old and cavernous <laughs> for media. What, what I was getting, at, there's just like this feeling when you walk in there. There's there's this feeling when you walk in there and you're like, oh shit. This is where the Spurs have won approximately five thousand games. It over does the last definitely feel like twenty years. Yeah, it definitely feels like you're, you're going walking to a place. into like a shrine. Yeah, almost. definitely a shrine. And I'll tell you what, Spurs fans are, are good. You know, they're very much they're like a family. Too, but yeah, yeah. That, but they're like they have all kinds of good stuff. And you know, the black is very menacing. It's a very yeah. menacing color to to fill up the arena. Um, so the Nuggets in this one. I, I mean, I'll, I'll just start off the top and I'll throw it to you, Dev. Is this a surprise? Is this a big deal? What, what, what what's your takeaway from this game? I mean, I, I don't think that it was much of a surprise. It's the last game of the road trip. They're just ready to get back home, um, see family and, and things of that nature. Plus, they played so well on the road trip. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's still a successful road trip. My takeaway for the game is the Spurs came into the game as what the, the, the bench unit was number one in like defensive efficiency and also right. like net rating. And then they went against the the Nuggets, and the reason that the Nuggets have been doing so well lately is because their bench unit has been winning, yep. you know, matchups and has been mm-hmm. playing so well. This was a night that the the, the bench unit did not play um, exceptionally well, and nobody really did besides Jokic. So it was just yeah. just not a good night. Well, yeah, 
my two big takeaways, not enough help for Nikola Jokic tonight. He really tried to do it himself and just didn't have enough help. And then in the fourth, Denver looked exactly like a team in the fifth game in the last quarter of a long, long road trip where they played some tough games. And the turnovers, the the missed box outs, the questionable decision-making, just the mental mistakes, yeah. they looked like a team that that was just, like, dead. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, short-wired. They, I mean, they had a moment where I really thought they were going to pull it out. They tied up. They, I, think they I, did took the lead, I did, too. I did, too. And then um, Jamal Murray hurt his uh, – I <laughs> <laughs> feel like we've seen this before. Nonstop with this dude, man. Uh, the, but, you know, I think that I think a lot of the conversation from this game is going to be about the uh, lineup choice to close the game where Michael Porter Jr., who's been so um, amazing the last several games, was taken out and not put back in. We, he, Michael Green um, and Will Barton, you know, had those, those spaces. So... I don't know. Tough night. I, did you? He was pretty bad tonight. I Michael thought Michael bad. Porter. Yeah, and, I, and he wasn't great. And I, <laughs> you know, this was a good game for us to kind of calibrate where he's at within Malone's sort of like where Malone views him in the pyramid because he was not good tonight and he got yanked and was not allowed to play. And it wasn't like Will Barton was good. Will Barton was also bad tonight. Yeah, he was bad. Um, was well, good in the first half, I thought. He was. Yeah, he, he was. He, was, good, he yeah. was. But you're right. So he earned the minutes to go down the stretch and then just didn't play well. But, you know, we kind of wondered this. This was one of the things we wondered going in with regards to him. Does he still have to earn fourth quarter minutes? And it's weird because I don't think he is going to be consistently a guy that's like, you know, good enough, you know, good enough to close. But his ceiling is so high and he's obviously a part of the future. And when he is on, it's like he's 10 times more valuable than, you know, Barton or whoever else would replace him. You just wondered if he was still going to be on that, like, hey, you need to play well or else I'm going to pull you thing. Yeah. And yeah. It, to me, it seems like tonight loudly signaled that's exactly where he is. All I, the, think, oh, go ahead. I think it puts Malone in a very difficult spot just to, like, decide going down the stretch. Stretch, do we want defense or do we want offense? Um, Barton is not, like, head and shoulders a, be, a better defender, but he actually knows where to be yeah, on the yeah. floor. He knows how to make rotations. He knows his assignments. Um, it's not so many mental mistakes that Michael Porter Jr. Uh, has. But if Michael Porter Jr. is not on an offense, you know, it's what it, like you, you don't keep him on the floor because there's so many other things, yeah. so many downfalls to his game. So I think that it's really just like a battle that Malone has with himself every single night. And tonight was one of those nights. Yeah, it's just about trust. I mean, the circle of trust. <laughs> yeah, well, he's out of the tree. He's not fully in. He's, he's, he like, he's got one leg in, one leg out. Sometimes he's all the way in, sometimes well, he's out. Malone well, rents his space there. <laughs> yeah. like, well, yeah. to be fair, you uh, argued for this, and Judge D-Line agreed with you. It's about, still about the tough love this whole year. Yes. So, uh, yes. listen, like if you weren't such a good uh, barrister, maybe we wouldn't have these I issues. did make a disclaimer that those were not my accurate <laughs> opinions. <laughs> all the that same. Was, that was all the same. Show. You set the legal precedent. So, <laughs> Well, I, I will say this. When we talked about that, you know, some of the assumptions was that there was there were players that proven that they've done it before which is still true but that are at can play at that level and like right now will barton look he's better than this but he's not very good right now he's not better than this right now he's pretty consistently you know just mm -hmm. struggles with 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 anything that requires athleticism which is pretty much all of basketball so um i think that's the part of this that, that is tough but you know to be fair he was a minus 16 tonight 19 minutes and it wasn't because he wasn't scoring he goes three of five you know he gets uh, two of two three-pointers so even with scoring, he was the Nuggets were getting absolutely destroyed when he was out there. And again, I'm not laying it on his feet because I would have played. There's no question for me. I would have played him. Like the, it was very clear that Jokic was going to do enough to get put the team in position. Can you get guys to knock down shots and could you get stops? Denver didn't get stops. They didn't have anybody knock down shots. You lose. So I think a bunch of those minuses came. What was it at the end of the first quarter when? MPJ, Yoke, and Jamal Murray were out there for, for yeah. a, a long stretch together. Yeah. A long stretch together. And Jamichael Green. And Jamichael Green. The and dream Monte Morris was out there. Yeah, it's a, like Denver's five best players this year, arguably, were out yeah. there. And um, got murdered. They got killed. Yeah. San Antonio, they rattled off a big run. Yeah. San Antonio was on fire run. in that first quarter and a lot of it at the end. I mean, I think they finished seven of eight in that first quarter. So some of this is running hot. But I will say one thing I noticed is because I that lineup pops out, I'm keyed in. I'm like... Yeah. I'm zeroed in on it because I want to see it. Shot selection to be quite, to be 
to be questioned in there. And mm-hmm. it wasn't even Michael Porter. It was like just you got all those weapons out there. You're like, all right, let's work the ball around. There was a lot of, oh, I got this one, you know, put it up. So it's kind of frustrating. The Nuggets honored um, the beautiful game that the Spurs created by <laughs> calling their most isolations on the season. It, yeah, they did call a lot of isolations tonight. So it was ugly. So Michael Porter's a storyline. I hate to see him not play more. I, again, I would have felt better about this game had he just played and lost. But it wasn't. To me, it wasn't the number one story. You know, Jokic tonight, I thought he was, in the first half, he starts 0-5, I think, or 0-6. Yeah, came out came out of the gate a little Did he rough. miss six in a row and then make five in a row? Because he finished five of 11 from three. I don't three. know, but it was fun. Like, uh, you can always tell when Jokic is engaged early on that he's going to, like, have a little game. Like, he was missing shots, but he was taking shots, right? Like, yeah. that's always the key that's for true. Jokic. Like, whether you know, like, at a certain point, they're going to start dropping. Like, he was missing him off the front of the rim, three pointers, and even his little floaters, he never misses. And, like, you just knew watching him, he had energy to the game. It's so frustrating, though, like, when you get a game like that out of Jokic and, like, no one else is really following him along. I feel like it's happened so many times this year a banger from Jokic, and then there's just, you just need somebody to be, like, semi, <laughs> you know, semi good or what have Thanks, you. Josh. And they just don't have it. Oh, somebody just super chat a shot. Yeah. I saw, I saw Kale mean, over here. Kale's on the move. Uh, I still don't know. Are, are we supposed to, to thank them yeah, or like, to tell them to? to oh. <laughs> but but Yoke, Yoke played oh. a. Um, $5 for four shots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Kale. You, you know. Partially a Kale. <laughs> Kale doesn't like our Kale's energy. Just taking things He's trying to flip our energy here. And, and, and uh, just so commenters, just so you know, like Kale has some serious emo energy right now. So <laughs> if you want him to p- display your comment, you need you should preface it with some like uh, s- you know teary emojis or play, something. He wants to play some <laughs> pop punk like sad yeah, music. Yeah, yeah like I'm not the person. Very sad. Rocky's yeah, yeah. Like put some blinking um, 182 or something. But no, what, what I was going to say, this was a really perimeter oriented game from Yoke. Yeah. Uh, particularly in the first half. You mentioned the 0 of 5 from three. And it was for Denver also. Nuggets had two free throws at the half. San Antonio at 18. I, and look, I, I don't think it was like the officials were out to get Denver. The Nuggets just didn't really take the ball to the rack. Oh, they played like a team that was exhausted. And this yeah. is one of the, to me, it's one of the big fears that you look at. So Jokic, for the last three or four games, <laughs> has kind of felt like he has been, you know, he's ha- he's done a lot. He's uh, Phoenix, wasn't a great game start to finish. But when it mattered, he stepped up and he had all this. This whole thing, it felt like he's a marathon runner that got halfway through the race and has just been like, yo, I don't got it. And then tonight, he gets to where like he sees the finish line. Yeah. He sees the guy in first, and he's like, oh, dude, I can totally catch this dude. Like, And then I get to go to sleep. Like, Let's just r- sprint the finish line. And he did. He sprinted yeah. through the tape, had a great second half, dominant mm. enough yeah. that you think like, if Yoke gives you that performance in the second half, you win the game. And they didn't. So it's, it's really disappointing. So that brings me to what is, for me, you know, sort of the, the second point. Jamal Murray gets a bucket there at the end, 20 points to go over to hit his DraftKings number. So you get that one right, <laughs> yes. Dev Stradamus. <laughs> and, Yoke, and Murray, by the way, didn't he have 10 points in the first, like, the first, like, Yo. five minutes or something? He's always like, dude, I'm telling you, I wrote this earlier this year. Do you remember? Jamal Murray's field goal percentage by quarter oh, decreases sad. drastically. Every quarter. Every quarter. Um, the first half, the second half splits are startling. Yeah. Absolutely startling. I mean, I'm sure it's something Nuggets know, but when you compare him to a lot of other guards, oh. the Lillards, the Donovan Mitchells, they don't have that trend. Yeah. No, they might go down the third quarter, but their oh. field goal percentage spikes in the fourth. Murray's first half, the second half shooting splits yeah, right. are, are drastically yeah, different. Harrison just like was spitting some sad truths that I'm like, I know. Your audio just went out. That sounds right. What? Adam's audio went out. That sounds about right. That's uh, it's really par for the course tonight. All right. Uh, Well, in in the meantime, uh, Zavelli. um, Zavelli. Here's to uh, perpetual Rocky sadness and (laughs) a bounce back game for the Nuggets coming next game. Let's go. Jazz on Sunday. Man, this is rough. (laughs) Whoa. Wow, Yo, that was ex- exceptionally rough. Did that we, one, we that appreciate it. That, that one burned all the way, all the way down. Thank oh, you. <laughs> oh man, thank Whoever you. Yeah. But we, yeah, we, it. It. we need to have. We got through a long week, man. This was a long week. This was a really long week. Um, I feel like it's a long life. It is. It is a long life. life. So Jamal Murray tonight. You look at the numbers: twenty-six and seven. He goes nine of fourteen. But to me, I felt like watching this game. Like I have for so many Murray games this year. It's just been. It was a frust- <laughs> It was a frustrating one because again. You need two players to win. You know, three is great. You get two players to win tonight. It just was like, 
waiting for that second guy to go. The, the, the turnover, you were talking about a yep. moment yep. in the game. The Nuggets, I think yep. they're within five points yep. or so. Just dribbling up the court gets turned over yep. for a layup, and you're like, my God. These there was like another another like really key moment that you kind of forget about is uh, Faku, two times down oh, in a row, had absolute we'll guaranteed him. baskets that yeah. turned into turnovers. We'll talk about him in a bit because he was, a, to me, a, a, another story. But yeah. I want to stick on Murray here. But but with Murray, um, it really was a, a, like the story of two halves. Like Murray was sensational in the, <laughs> in the first half. He's playing defense. He was very confident in his shot. He had a few walk-off shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Went to go celebrate with his teammates in the middle of shots. He, he, he got into a <laughs> yeah. zone um, really early on. And then the difference that we're seeing with Murray now is when Murray would get hit or hurt or anything during the game, he would actually power up. Now he's like, he's he too beat hit up. Man. And now he's like, okay, I'm, I cannot, I'm just not going to go anymore. But the thing is he mentally is just prepared to keep going. He, he could barely walk out there, but he still wants to be on the floor and he still wants to contribute. But yeah. is that hurting in a way that he's bringing the team down because he can't move the same way and he's not making those shots um, and, and things like that. He, he finished with 20, but it was like uh, like it was four shots at the end, and right, it just yeah. kind of came together. It was a fake 20, and and I agree agree with Dev. Look, Michael Malone before the game challenges Jamal Murray to be more shot ready, be more aggressive. He was in the first half. Right. He yeah. was ready to shoot in the first half. He had a great first half. I'm telling you though. Like, then the second half, it, like it all and it ended for Murray the second he he collapsed and hurt his himself. Like it was sure. Over. It was over. Like he did nothing after that. He made a bunch of mental errors. He made a bunch of physical errors. Like. He was laboring out there, and it's you know it's frustrating. I don't know what you do. He about needs that. to rest. I he mean, does. I think it just it just comes down to it. Like, by the know, way, we just got our first Serbian uh, currency donation. We got oh, two hundred and fifty wow. Serbian dinars. Which oh my I, god! I looked it this up. This is a it's, seminal it's $2. moment. Two dollars and fifty eight cents. Hey, yeah, there there you go. Go, dude. thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, still cool though. Actually, <laughs> so man, cool. paying other in crazy currencies, yeah. man. That's actually yeah. freaking dope. Um, but here's the thing with Murray. So right now he's got a shoulder. He's got an elbow. Now he's got an ass. Like he hurt his yeah, ass today. He's got <laughs> like, something. So they're no, starting it's hard to, to play with your ass. He's, he's, he's a zombie out there. Yeah, yeah he really bad. is, man. And as much as we talk about this guy's so mentally tough. And one thing he said this going into the year, and I'm sorry I can't unhear it. He talked about mentally in the pl- the playoffs, all about that mentality, and oh, after no. and then. Oh, and then he at the beginning of the season, he's like, man, it's hard for me. Now it's just the regular season. Like, I can't, I just want to speed it up and get there. And I think that, I wonder if for him specifically, all his career so far, it's been like my mental toughness. I'm a warrior, this or that. Now he's like, yeah, that doesn't matter, man. This is January. I don't need to be. I don't need to be in that zone right now, and he just doesn't have that about, second gear. Talk about skipping steps, right? <laughs> like where you're He's like, like I don't want this step yeah, at all. Well, yeah, like where you're like you're like inconsistent all the time. You have a decent off season, and then you have a transcendent off season. You're like, and I'm just I'm just this I'm LeBron right. now. I, I'm just gonna coast. And through. I still think he's gonna be that guy, but I have to ask this question, guys. And this is a Debbie Downer question. Oh boy, two years ago. 18.2 points per game. Last year, 18.5 points per game. This year, 19 points per game. Three years ago, 4.2 rebounds per game. The, last year, 4 rebounds per game. This year, 3.9. The numbers are almost the same. Assists, 4.8, 4.8, 4.2. Steals, 1, 1, 1. Every number is the exact same. <laughs> Effective field goal percentage, 50%, 52%, 51%. Like Last year, if you look at three-point attempts, five two years ago, 5.5. Last year, 5.5. This year, 6.1. Last year, this is the crazy thing. Last year's three-point field goal percentage, 34.6. This year, 34.6. It's wild. <laughs> is this who Jamal Murray is? Like, are we are we being unfair in our expectation of him because he got the max contract and because he went to the bubble and looked like Michael freaking Jordan? And, like, is, is it – it's weird for me. It almost feels insulting to say we don't – maybe he's just not – a you know the what we saw in the bubble but i think it's for sure um the expectation that we have for him but now he became a max player right when you become a max player you need to elevate yourself if he wasn't the max player then we look at him differently paul Millsap doesn't get evaluated the exact same way that then when he was making big money now he's not making big money we don't talk about Paul Millsap the same. So that is my, that's Jamal, my favorite part of it. Exactly. Jamal Murray is the max player. He's the, the player that makes the most on the Nuggets. We want him to elevate his game, or they're going to continue being the same. Got team. Oh, are you there? We got another super chat here. Did we really? Can you pull up basketball references page for Jamal Murray? Because I want to show the per 36 minutes. Because if you do that, oh, it God. actually goes back four years, where I'm not kidding when I say the – guess his three-point attempts. 
6.3. That's four years in He's a row. He's got to be doing this on purpose. This is who he and the percentages are identical. Like it just might be who he is, and, yeah. and it's kind of interesting. See what What's our asks? super chat? He says, sorry about the shot, guys. This is Josh who gave us that uh, horrific <laughs> shot earlier. Uh, we all needed it. Real talk. Uh, if real Pop talk. is the coach of this Nuggets team, are we a championship team? Shots fired at Mike Malone. Yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. I think the Nuggets, first of all, are a championship team. They're fringe. Like, there's teams clearly ahead of them. They're challengers. I mean, I think, I guess you know, they're, I mean, they're in there, man. Like, it's, it's really funny just the um, – the emotional swings of the sports fan. Like we, we were on top of the world before this game started. And now like, yeah. I mean, I, I get it too. Like, you know, that's why sports is so great because it just allows you to feel these feelings yeah. of, you know, anger and frustration. But it's like, you know, we lost the game. We, you were always going to lose this game. Oh, for I mean, sure. Yeah. For if sure. you really look at it, like it, it's it, this this game sucked like we could have won this game there were some factors that broke wrong against us some bad plays bad players um the spurs stepped up at the right moment in time but i mean this is not an indictment of the denver nuggets as a squad right now like, definitely so. not definitely not so but you can pull up those numbers by while we talk Kel, but scroll on down to, <laughs> scroll on down to the uh, per 36 part scroll bad. down <laughs> scroll, scroll down because i just want to show that that's total so one more right there and if you just scroll across all of them i don't know if everybody can see that from like points I mean, it's 19, 20.1, 20.6, 19.5. Like, that's as steady and consistent. Get the percentages, as steady and consistent. Rebounds, assists. It's kind of, it's almost jarring it how consistent jarring. it is. It is jarring. I can't just sit here and say this is who Jamal Murray is. I, I just can't. He's only 23. The thing is, though, the Nuggets team, the Nuggets roster is built in such a way, allegedly, <laughs> supposedly, that they don't. They aren't supposed to need huge nights from Jamal Murray throughout the regular season. Yeah. You know, it's built in a way with its sure. depth, with its depth at point guard specifically, yeah. that they don't need Jamal Murray to carry them yeah. they offensively. Do, they yeah. do. They're not supposed to need that. <laughs> they do though. Um, <laughs> well, do. now, they we're, now like, we're realizing they like that such they a do. good team when they do get it from like yeah. right. when he does play that way. You're just like, but, oh man, this team is a contender. Yeah. And, and the Spurs were good tonight, but yeah, they were. To they beat shots. a Western Conference team that's on the fringe of the playoffs, they shouldn't need a absolutely ridiculous night for Jamal from Jamal. No, they shouldn't need it. <clears throat> no, but I, the thing about Jamal is that he was on pace for just like a good game, and they were on pace to win. Right. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. And then Jamal fell yeah. off a cliff, and then at the end, the, at the end of the game, we have Barton. We have like a bunch of guys in there that Jokic feels so uh, like by himself on that we see Jokic doing lane driving isolation place right where you're like is this what it's come to like and and by the way it's on the internet so it must be true this is our our friend that gave us the serbian dinars he then now gave us an additional two two 250 so he's up to five dollars apparently i made him feel bad by revealing the uh oh by revealing (laughs) the two dollars and 58 i feel like we're shaking down our audience i didn't mean to i know (laughs) that was the point i thought it was great we're we're gonna spend this at the sombor racetrack i can't oh the sombor racetrack (laughs) i can't wait betting only on Jokic's horses uh yeah i mean i don't mean to be overly harsh because my real take on jamal murray is just that he's so banged up man and he has been from the jump like how many games has he been healthy this year none Three, one, three, yeah, two. Like one. I can't remember I when he got he hurt. I don't been. think he has been. Like he's he just came been. in. Like we were talking about him looking slow, and t- the the narrative first and not first off was that he expended so much energy in the bubble and then didn't work out in the off season, right. so he came back slow and tired. And I and think then it that's a in, legit thing. Too. I do too. But then it turned into his elbow is hurting. And now it's turning into well, his, his shoulder is hurting, yeah. and now it's going to be his ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he hurt his elbow up, in the third game of the season against the Rockets. Then the shoulder. He was wearing the shooting shirt tonight. Yeah. If you guys saw under his jersey, which he hadn't been wearing all season. So it's funny. Like we were, t- we were talking about this too. Like the thing about Jamal Murray, we've always talked about is he's like the tough guy. He has he's able to go to that Zen place and work through it. His dad made him do push-ups in the snow, so he's able to work through pain, which is good because he's. Always in He's pain. always in He's pain. Always hurt. Life in some pain. <laughs> Let's hit our first ad break. On the other side, we'll we'll stop picking on Jamal Murray. We'll talk about some of the other stuff that's happening with the Nuggets tonight. We saw Isaiah Hartenstein for five minutes tonight. We did. We did. We, we'll talk we did about. See that. We'll talk about that on we the other side. Yeah, guys, we got a new partner that you can support. Really excited about these guys, especially in in this day and age. Zoom Care. The one great thing that we can take away from a pandemic is the ability to do more things from the comfort of your own home. 
Nobody likes sitting in a doctor's office or even going to the doctor for that matter, but we all need to take care of ourselves. So what is video care? Video care is like a trip to Zoom care just from your couch. You can see here and chat with your doctor, just like a traditional office yeah. visit. Get secure access to urgent primary and specialist care, including mental health, including mental health. Yeah, like that's what we're doing right now. We're providing the Zoom care mental health service for yes. all of the Nuggets Nation out there. We got we to gotta work through this together, people. Uh, video care from Zoom care covered by most private insurers usually comes with a copay. Visit zoomcare.com to get started. Uh, there's nothing better than getting a diagnosis from your doc while sitting in your own living room. Um, oh, we also got Hassle Cattle Company. I grilled up a New York steak, uh, New York Wagyu steak last night, baby. How'd you do it? How'd I do it? What was your cooking technique? Uh, um, Did you go grill? You go flat iron. This doesn't feel like flat a real iron. story. Oh. Flat iron. No, I swear to God. I mean, I didn't cook it. <laughs> Did you? But were Personally, you, but I ate one and watched you, it get cooked. Get cooked. Uh, do you feel about the Wagyu beef as, as I do? That it's like transcendently delicious? Yeah. I mean, everyone I've had has been just damn good. It's been, it's been incredible. Check out Hassle Cattle Company, guys. Uh, they've got everything. New York Strip, beef bacon, Wagyu Franks. Jerky flavors, even got jerky. Uh, their hamburger won Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. Uh, check them out, hasslecattlecompany.com. Use code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. Any order over 200 bucks, you will receive free shipping. Check them out. Who's on, who's on the jukebox right now? Kale, are you all over the jukebox right now? Do you want to? Oh, there's like nonstop emo rap. Like Somebody's mad. Somebody's <laughs> very We're just mad. Like, like nonstop in atmosphere the bar right now. <laughs> hey, we had Post Malone and now a bunch of atmosphere. Super <laughs> producer Kale revealed his feelings to you, and you have just like really yeah, uh -huh. turned that against him. Yeah, yeah. Kale, Kale, he opened the, up his heart to you. That's the man. first rule in male relationships: you never let them know how you're actually feeling. That's not true. That's toxic masculinity. <laughs> Let's hear it. Read it off for me. Eric's supposed to be monitoring It says, I, well, he, we were doing an ad. It says, <laughs> I really don't understand the Nuggets' inability to win in San Antonio. It yeah. befuddles me. LOL. I Also, I'm getting tired of Jamal's I'm hurt and tired. Just rest, please. Yeah. I Well, I think the San Antonio thing is simple. For many years, they were just really good. Dominant. I mean, one of the best teams in the NBA. That only lost at home like six times a year. Yeah. Never was Denver that got them. So... That, that's a majority of it, but it is true that over the last handful of years that you would think Denver would sneak one of these in, but they just haven't. So um, I don't know if there's anything else to it besides that. Like I was saying earlier, it's a tough place to play. It's, it's cavernous. He's I'm going telling you, man. I'm telling you, area. it's intimidating. <laughs> it's intimidating walking into that arena. I like imagining it's that the Nuggets never get a pregame meal because of how hard it is to find the like dining hall and like. I it's so know. confusing. They probably got lost like going to shootarounds. <laughs> just saying. It's a really long walk to the arena. They're, they're tired by the time yeah, they get gotta to the court. you got to make a right yeah. and then a left into the hallway and then a right into the inner hallway and then a left into the inner, inner hallway. That's the greatest theory ever. I love it. Uh, all right. Here's so, nothing but good theories. We talked about Will Barton enough, to be honest. I don't feel like we really need to go yeah, there. I don't Gary Harris him. does, once again, knock down two of five three-pointers. He's back, baby. His three-pointers are back. He was fine. He was a plus zero, so that was nice. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein getting in tonight, and he was a plus Ooh. one. Um, he had a couple plays though. He did have a couple plays. A couple, a couple like head slapper ones. But nonetheless, like it was interesting to see. Would you make anything of this dev that he was in the rotation tonight? I mean, look who's got out of the doghouse um, type of event because it, it's not like the Spurs are a big team or anything like that. So well, they had Pirtle. Yeah, they had Pirtle. Yeah, but that's it. And yeah. he also only played five minutes, so it was right. just kind of like let's throw somebody in there. Uh, maybe he just gets a few minutes since they have to figure out the. Um, P.J. Dozier minutes and just try to divvy those up. Um, but, yeah, Hardenstein, as soon as he got in the game, he, he made a play. He yeah. scored on the first time that he got in. Um, he's going to bang you around. He's going to be a little bit physical. And I think I would, I would put him in the game just to just bring that physicality because this was a game that the Nuggets, especially in the first half, did not get to the free throw line. They were not the aggressors in the game. So putting him in the games that, that you need a, a bruiser, somebody that's just going to go in there and, and fight is what you probably need at times. So I would just put Hardenstein in at times where I just need a change of pace. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So it was surprising to me that he played. Michael Malone pregame said this was going to be another R.J. Hampton game. He, like, flat out said that. R.J. Hampton's going to get another shot tonight. And I don't know if it was just the direction the game went or if 
Michael Malone just was uh, being facetious. 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 Pre-game. But he goes with Hartenstein over Hampton. Isaiah Hartenstein, he, he's just got to slow down. He, he's got to just chill out. It, it seems like he's running 150 like miles an hour out there when he only needs to be running 100. He's got to just slow down and just chill. I felt bad for him, for Hartenstein hey, tonight because... Yeah, Terrence, thank you. I, fe- I felt bad for Isaiah Hartenstein tonight because he clearly was out of rhythm. Like He'd been out for so long, and then... He, we talked about Michael Porter having the like, hey, don't mess up or you're pulled. Like, I thought Hartenstein had that look on his face tonight. Yeah. Of like, these are my minutes. They didn't go well. Like, oh crap, I'm three minutes into my, and I don't know if they're gonna pull me or whatever. And, and that's yeah. a tough spot to be in. And you know, tough or not, that that is what you get. And Mike Malone talked about this. It's for young players, the number one skill you have to have is the ability to stay ready because your minutes aren't gonna, they're not gonna be many, but you're gonna have to be given just a little tiny bit, and you have to absolutely maximize them and. I, I see a Hartenstein and his frustration today, but at the same time, that's that's what you get, and you got you got to stick with it. The next guy, your boy Compasso. So Bruno Paso, our pregame show guys. Hopefully, you're watching the pregame show. We had somebody on from San Antonio telling us about the Spurs, and one of the matchups he identified as being key: Patty Mills, Facundo Compasso. The referee scored that one a first round KO. <laughs> that was a three knockdown TKO. That was a throw in the towel. Man. That was a throw in the towel matchup <laughs> throw tonight. Throw the damn towel. I thought Compazzo really struggled. And to your point, Eric, there were yeah. some moment. There was some two plays in, right in a row uh, that really felt like they could have changed the entire game. And they both turn into turnovers that go the other direction. Are we supposed to be doing shots for? Th- we keep getting just uh, five dollars super uh, chats. Don't. don't. Don't, well, I, I want to make sure that the people feel like they're getting what they're paying for. I, uh, we already discussed. Like, uh, <laughs> Eric will way, take off his shirt for for ten dollars. He will take. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I never even thought about that. But you're more oh, of a DNVR our OnlyFans right here. Yeah. Uh, I just, but we already established that we're getting blackout drunk after this, so we might as well get the <laughs> might as well just start throwing <laughs> shots out here. Kimpazo, yeah. um, though, man, he will try to make a simple pass way harder. Yeah. I feel like. He'll do those one-handed slingers, and those are fun, but they're just not needed all the time. Yeah. If he just would have made the simple play, I thought, he could have avoided a couple of those turnovers. Disciplined team like San Antonio, especially. That's exactly yeah. what Dev said when we were looking at those like crazy circus highlights. He's like, you can't do that in the NBA. <laughs> Turns out that you can't do that in the NBA. <laughs> so he was brought in. To, you know, as a defensive guy, and he's been very hot or cold. Like he's had made a, and he had a couple tonight. Like he had he had a steal in transition tonight. Like he he has some of those. But you know, when you talk about what do the Nuggets really struggle with? Dribble penetration, quick guards. Patty Mills can't guard. You know, didn't guard him that well the other night. Jalen Brunson couldn't really guard him that well. Like maybe it's just impossible to guard in the NBA. I don't know, but I, I do feel like that's an area where consistency. He hasn't quite found it defensively. Also, just with the Nuggets defense and how it's geared just completely. Fast guards and players that could really shoot the three ball well. Yeah. Well, Patty Mills is a very fast guard and he can shoot the three ball well. Yeah. So he he's already a has killer. he already has an advantage over Compazzo. Yeah. And then he's a, he's just a seasoned vet. He's a player that knows exactly what to do on the floor. So I mean that was a that was a first round TKO if you have a, a, a tell of the tape. Glass right. Joe, baby, yeah. Glass Joe. And I just think Composos, he's probably going to be hit or miss all year. Totally, yeah. I think but he's, he's going to have some great games and some really bad games like he had tonight. You're so right, but like to his credit, like he had two good games that preceded this. That's one. so true. Sure, and they Very helped win. Um, pa- Patty Mills, he's on the uh, Nuggets All Nuggets Killer list. Who's that starting five? Uh, the only one I know for certain is JJ Redick. I'd say Rashawn Holmes might be the like. Rashawn Holmes. Holmes might be Ish the Smith? Ish Smith is only Ish one. Smith, it's only one. It's anyone. Ones. It's anyone with the initials JJ. Yeah, JJ Barea and Smith JJ, has been like JJ Redick on a bench for the last five years though. JJ Barea might be JJ Barea. And, All the and JJ's Patty Mills are having a really Rashawn Holmes. Every JJ. Rashawn Holmes is definitely there. <laughs> Who else? There was a time some that forwards. Okafor was like just bringing it every time. <laughs> Which Okafor? Was Jalil. <laughs> That's the worst Get out part. Of here, man. Get out of here. That's a, no, that moments. one doesn't count. That one doesn't like count. Like Maxi Cleaver. <laughs> yeah, Maxi Cleaver. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and I was gonna, Somebody make, a, I was gonna make a joke that everyone would get mad at. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are there any other notes from this game that we need to talk about? I mean, look, we we this is what happens after a loss. We talk about the things. We talk about trends with this or that. The truth is, if we step back, ten thousand foot view. Four and one, like that was a great road trip. Great a plus. Road trip. If I were to grade yep. the road trip, I'd give it an A plus. <laughs> and people are saying, no, a five zero is an A plus. Like five zero, we've talked about. It. It hadn't happened since two thousand twelve. So yeah. If that's how you grade a road trip, then the Netflix never, never yeah, get an A plus. 
Bobon's on the. Oh, you're Bobon the, is on there. Oh, yeah. Bobon's definitely on there. <laughs> Kills everyone. Bobon might be yes. ahead of Rashawn Holmes. Maybe we just bump Rashawn Holmes over to power forward so we can shoot that floater coming in the Man, that would be a brutal game. Would we lose that game by 80 points? <laughs> we lose that game by 80 points. There's got to be a real crappy small forward we're forgetting. Uh, like uh, Jordan Clarkson? Oh. Yeah, he's all right. What he's about... Right. Uh, oh, wait, no. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood, the starting small forward on this terrible... Oh, You're right. This team wins four games all year. <laughs> only four games, and it's just against Denver. They win by 50. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, should we hit... Let's hit our other break. On the other side, hopefully we have Brendan vote. Where are we at with Brendan? and vote there. Okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, Dylan, can you get a pick of the week lined up for uh, the other side of this read? Yep. Por favor. Um, yo, we got the Super Bowl coming up. And, uh, Who cares? The Super Bowl, no, 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 no. We do care. We do care because DraftKings Sportsbook is the I place mean, to be for the Super Bowl. For sure. The DraftKings Sportsbook is the only thing saving the Super right. Bowl. The types of props, you guys, that are going to be on DraftKings for the Super Bowl are, are going to be wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, and also, they are bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to $55 million in prizes up for grabs. All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings Sportsbook free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you'll get a free instant prize up to $25,000. So doesn't even sound like you have to do anything. Just submit your picks. Yeah, you get a free prize. You can get a free prize. That is true. That's how it works. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to enter the to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code DNVR and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official daily fantasy partner of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55. Super 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, give Mike and Virginia Chevalier a ring uh, over at Chevalier Mortgage. Their phone number. Uh, you can call Virginia directly. 303-257-6578. You can call Mike directly. 970-412-2472. You can visit them at DNVR Mortgage. Dot com. They know everything about taking out a mortgage. If you're a first-time home buyer, they are, are a great resource for you. Uh, so visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. And get set up for a free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Pick of the week, you want to hear it? DraftKings pick of the week. Let's go. Pick of the week, you can lock this down. This is uh, you bet any amount of money. Your children, wow. your home on this. Uh, that's going to be Jokic threes against the Utah Jazz. It's going to be one and a half because he's going to want to draw Rudy Gobert out of the paint. He's yes. going to sh- take a he bunch of threes. He always takes a lot of threes against the Jazz. Always he's takes made a bunch five of in a row. We think. Yo, I'm telling you that that's that's a lock, 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 lock it Love in, it. baby. DraftKings pick of the week: Jokic over one and a half threes. All right, the Jazz. So let's talk about that first before we get there, guys. You guys can see our our haters are growing. Like we're finding <laughs> every every yes. city we go to, we pick up new haters that can't stop watching yeah, our show, but they want to. So guys, got to drown them out. Give uh, us a like. Throw us that like on there so that YouTube doesn't like think that we're your like, hate is fueling yeah, me. Yeah. I can, I'm only getting stronger. <laughs> You're only getting stronger for sure. <laughs> um, oh, we have a question in here. Do any of you think MPJ will resign? Uh, well, so here's an interesting thing about this. Michael Porter could force his way out of Denver by saying, I don't want to be here and becoming, you know, this or that. But typically, rookies, teams c- control them. Because if it, they didn't, then everybody would want out of Denver, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. you I already see what happens. In, well, not us. I want to stay in Denver. NBA, NBA players would want out of Denver. So Come on, NBA the, players. He would become a restricted free agent at worst. Denver would have an opportunity to extend him before that. Like, Denver controls whether or not they keep him. The thing is, would he like force his way out, which would be a pretty drastic measure that I think the answer is probably no. If Denver was really truly committed to Michael Porter, and I think that they are, I think the front office loves him, the ownership knows he's he's, he's important, you would just get to a point that'd be like, well, then Michael Malone's out of here, honestly. Like, it would literally come to that, that if they thought, no, he's part of this, Michael Malone would get the boot and they would move forward with Michael Porter. So, I, I. One thing that's really important, and George Carl talks about this on the Keeping It 1000 podcast, so much of reporting and sports analysis, including what we're doing, is looking through a glass darkly. 
projecting based on reading the tea leaves like okay we have little bits of information we don't have everything and i think with fans it trickle it gets filtered down they get even less and so they're looking at this and they're saying well michael porter didn't play michael porter's a good player i'll bet he wants out i'll bet he doesn't want this <laughs> i don't sense any of that from the from the team so far i could be wrong i'm not saying definitively but i don't sense that i understand why fans think that it's really early in the process now, yeah. and I suspect that as time goes on, this will become less and less, and Michael Porter will become more and more of a player. And should it break the way it's broken for Jokic, for Murray? I mean, guys, remember, Jokic's second year wasn't even playing that much. But if Jokic's <laughs> second year came off the bench, now it'd be absurd to think, like, does Jokic want to be here? They're not playing. No, like, of course. Mm. So there's time for it. I get your frustration, but I, think, out, baby. I think that's a low-risk scenario at this point in time. I, th I think what people might be thinking is, oh, Jeremy Grant walked. Why wouldn't Michael Porter Jr. walk? Right. But what you've got to remember, and I think what we know just, just from hearing stuff about the Jeremy Grant situation, Michael Porter Jr. was is so much higher or was so much higher on like the Nuggets' priority list than, than Jeremy Grant was. He just was. Yeah. Like A reason Jeremy Grant left was because Michael Porter Jr. was clearly above him. Yeah, just in the Nuggets plans, right? On the depth chart, that, in the pecking order. One of like five reasons. Right. There were a lot of reasons. That was one of them. Yeah. Uh, the MPJ factor was one of them. Uh, so Denver, Denver, like you said, values MPJ incredibly high, incredibly high. So <laughs> I, I don't see that happening. The uh, commenters have solved this. This is like a pretty simple solve. We haven't even brought up what Greg Whittington. <laughs> Greg Whittington wins his game. Man, what are Whittington. we saying? Over under on Greg Whittington. How many games this year for him? I don't, One. The, the crazy thing is I've seen kidding. him today. I said, who is this guy? <laughs> he was in that video. <laughs> they it was just this guy with all these teeth. <laughs> he was smiling. With all these teeth. That's why, what you said? Why can I see his wisdom teeth in this picture? I mean, in this video. Dev was very confused after seeing an image of Greg Whittington. And it was Greg Whittington. And I said, <laughs> He's a real person, <laughs> but I also see like pictures of uh, in commercials of Santa Claus. So who knows? <laughs> it's who knows? True. It's true. Who huh. knows? <laughs> That's a great point, though. Greg Whittington is the Santa Claus of the Denver Nuggets. He's gonna bring <laughs> presents, wins, and joy. Just gifts. <laughs> Just gifts. Let's look ahead real briefly as we wait on. Guess guess what? Nikola Jokic post game workout slowing things up. Shocker! So, yeah, shocker! And anytime he speaks, um, you know uh, we have to wait a little bit. Vote might hop on here in a second. Somebody let him know he can hop on if he wants to, and then hop off when Jokic talks or whatever. He can emergency it. But I want to look ahead to Utah. Jokic is rage pumping iron right now. <laughs> oh man, just so furious. He's wrestling pumps and it's just like two on one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah, know yeah. who it is. I was not part of the I'd voting here. To. We would love to hit. If you had, King of if you had one guess. As <laughs> Jokic? Can you believe it? <laughs> no. You didn't even. I'm just saying you didn't ask. You didn't ask me who. Uh, Demar Derozan was fantastic tonight. Demar Derozan really was the king of the game. He was fantastic. Are they going to trade him? Probably. Is Demar Derozan going to ask him? His stock is super I duper high. I kind of want him. It'd be so weird. Man. Demar Derozan, 30 points, 10 assists tonight. I'd really feel. Ten dimes. I'd really feel like the Raptors, but um, okay. <laughs> I want to look ahead because, as we speak, the Utah Jazz are headed towards their eleventh straight win. They just they are up on the Dallas Mavericks by twenty, which is lower. They were up by thirty, so maybe the Mavs are on the comeback trail here. Um, but you no, know they're up by twenty five. No, they're back about twenty five. Utah <laughs> Jazz legitimately. I said this on Locked On NBA earlier this week. They're the number one team in my personal power ranking right now, and I, that's not hyperbole. That's not like oh it's cute they're making shots. No, like they to me look like. Remember when the Nuggets lost game eighty two? They carried that chip on their shoulder into the next year and said we're not doing this shit again. That's what the Utah Jazz look like. A team that's really come together and mm. you know. The Nuggets have been tested on this road trip. They played some teams. I think Sunday is going to be a absolute gut check game for the Denver Nuggets because the Jazz are rolling. I know they always want to make a point against Denver. They want to keep that winning streak alive. I think they're going to get their biggest test, and if they're not careful, that game can get out of hand. I love that take. I I totally agree. And what's so scary about the Jazz right now? I believe they're shooting the second most threes in the league per game. Making them. And they're making a ton of them, too. They just have such a defined identity right now. And they had one last year, but now Mike Conley is fully integrated into that thing. They've got Bogdanovich back. Like That team knows what they want to do every single time down the floor. They kind of remind me of the, the Suns in that aspect. Like They just have such a defined game plan every single time down the floor. They know what they're doing. They know what types of shots they want. And Take they the execute. Else. They really execute. 
Harrison talked about a defined identity, and that's exactly what you see with that that Jazz team, and they're geared exactly for that. They have a center, defensive center, that everyone else is built around him. They're def- defensive players. Then you have Donovan Mitchell who can score when he wants to. You have guys that can switch it up in Ingles and Royce O'Neal and, and players like that. That's not a team that has all of these superstars or anything like that, but they know exactly what they want to do. And Quinn Snyder has them playing the best basketball right now. Um, that's going to be a very, very tough game to go into, especially when they they play to the strengths of them and the weaknesses of the Nuggets. They're yeah. shooting the three ball well. They they protect the rim. And we've already talked about how they play, came into the season with a chip on their shoulder. Well, guess who gave them that chip? The Nuggets are the team that eliminated them, and, and it was an embarrassing fashion. They're definitely going to come in ready for, for that game. So that – that's really a, a gut check game. For to real. me, to me, that game, like the last time we matched up against them, is really, really comes down to Jamal Murray. It is Jamal Murray versus Donovan Mitchell. Like that is the marquee matchup. We saw it in the playoffs. Obviously, we saw it the last time they matched up. That was the first game that Jamal Murray really broke out this season. He really came, like went for it and he got it. And that's what we're learning about Jamal Murray is that he's a player that requires motivation to perform. Um, and I think like. I mean, I know that, you know, the Jazz are playing well. They're beating everybody. Like, they, they beat us uh, games, like, how, however many games ago, six, seven games ago, when the Nuggets were not playing their best basketball by four points, right? We didn't have MPJ at that point. The Nuggets were at a, a much lower point than they are right now. And so I don't think it's at all unthinkable that the Nuggets can pull that off. I understand, like, um, you know, they're sort of like the Jazz are rising at uh, maybe a higher clip than the Nuggets are, but... Listen, if MBJ shows up tonight, we probably win this game. Yeah, right? oh, like for sure. if, if Jamal Murray is engaged for all four quarters tonight, we probably win this game. Like I, I don't you, you can't tell me that the Nuggets don't have a puncher's chance in that game. But it's interesting that you say that you know Donovan Mitchell versus John, Jamal Murray because there's a chance that neither play. I mean, J- Donovan Mitchell has been out. It sounds like he's close to being back. Jamal Murray has been in. It sounds like he's close to not. So, yeah. I mean, he could wake up tomorrow with a giant ass bruise. Save him for the uh, Pistons game. Monday well, I was night. actually so I was going to ask this question. I'm curious in the comments. Give me your answer here. If I told you the Nuggets could have one feel-good win, they've got Utah and then Detroit with Jeremy Grant coming into Denver. If I told you you could have one feel-good win and one humiliating loss, had to pick, what, what would you what would you go oh, with, God. Dev? Simple question. I think that they should beat Utah, and yes. they already had their most humiliating loss of the season already. So which one? The the. I was saying Kings? coming up, one oh, of these next up? two. Yeah, like you had to pick one of these is going to like oh, be I like a blowout loss. Jazz, you, you, you win the yeah, Jazz you win game the, and division. you lose to the Yeah, of, co- of course. Of yeah, course. it's a division game. Then it's also against Utah, who we already know is a really good team. And that means that you played up. Well, in this scenario, we get plum dog. It's just going for like triple but I mean, double like, plum Mason dog. Mason like five would, reverse dunks. But that would just be comedy because that would be like <laughs> – <laughs> All right, like whatever, like the 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 Pistons have now increased their win total to six. Yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like they're in the Eastern Conference. Jeremy like, Grant just locking up. Michael I mean, Porter. like that would just be a Twitter. <laughs> it would be an absolute Twitter nightmare <laughs> for Jeremy yeah. Grant to cook us. It would, it would be a rough right. twenty four hours after that game. For sure. I just wanted to correct you. You're right. Like the Utah Jazz, man. <laughs> like there's nothing worse than like losing to them. I mean. Dude, there are especially with my least favorite player in the they NBA. Are, there. They have now risen to our. They are our official rival. Yeah, they're definitely an official rival. Yeah. And it's funny to be punching upwards at them, you know. Uh, I'll tell you one last thing that kind of hurts here. I just open up the standings as I do. <laughs> Nonstop you, paid. You, you, follow, yeah, you guys want more pain? Yeah, because <laughs> following the standings this early in the season is just silly, but it's kind of fun to mm-hmm. do. Nuggets now behind San Antonio. We fell to fifth. From fourth to fifth now. That's San Antonio right. ahead of ahead of Denver. The other day we jumped from tenth to fourth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I gotta say, San Antonio, they got some players. They got some players. Keldon Johnson, Keldon Johnson, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, both those guys look great tonight. The greatest dunker in the NBA right now, Lonnie Walker. That <laughs> Lonnie that Walker dunk was insane. I, yeah. He went up. He, he went down. He went <laughs> he up. He came back up. <laughs> <left-handed>. <laughs> I was like, Whoa! Man. He does that one a lot. I've seen him do that one like in warmups. It's like his go-to Showtime dunk, and he makes it look just so easy, man. He's like, he's like, ten percent. More athletic than Malik Beasley. <laughs> like, think about how much Malik Beasley jumps up. He's like he's like a whole other level. Right. Do we have Brendan Vose? He's just not hopping on today. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can just wrap up the show, guys. Anything? Any other parting thoughts before we before we get out of here? 
I mean, I said it at the top. Four and one road trip's a four and one road trip. Yeah, I mean, it was, a great it was road an trip. awesome road <laughs> trip. It really road was. Road. And I said on the pregame show, this could have been a defining road trip for Denver. Like so close. They are, but but even at four and one, they're at such a better such a better place now than they were when they set out Yo, on this thing. And they're about to come and bring it in the ball. Like We've won on the road. We've not won at home this That's year. That's so true. We got uh, and the reason we haven't won at home is because we started off the year on a big homestand where we didn't have half our players. So we're about to actually be t- uh, uh, be able to take advantage of playing at the ball. I will say they're going to travel back to Denver, and that game is in like 36 hours. It is not that. It's a 1 o'clock game or one thirty game. Like, mm. Well, we'll be back here, guys, for the pregame show. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks especially to everybody that, that threw a like on this video. Yes, yeah, thank you, guys. Give us a like, And dude. thank you especially, especially to everybody that hopped in the super chat. <laughs> love it. Uh, we always and appreciate that, And the regular that, chat. Guys. We love all you. You don't have to pay to talk to us, but if you do, it's cool. But the uh, abs guys, the abs fans, the abs fan base, very big Well, they, they, because, like, they're, I mean, the abs uh, basically threw a kegger. And they were just, they were just like slamming. Down. Like the they, they were like basically incoherent halfway through. So if that's what you're after from us, you can get it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. Be, be nice to each other. We'll see you. Do you or anyone you know need a job? Green Mountain Dental Group is looking for an experienced office manager and bookkeeper. This is a salaried position with great benefits. The office manager's role is to organize and coordinate administrative duties and office procedures. This job requires 10 years of office manager experience and other duties include preparing payroll, monthly finances, experience with a variety of office software, ordering dental supplies, handling marketing and advertising, supervising staff. This team is an incredible group of people to work with, so please call them today if you or anyone you know is interested. 303-988-0711 or head to their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com for further information.